It's a new day. Yes, it is. Live from a Zoom call emanating from Atlanta, Georgia, Lando Lakes, Florida, and Austin, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the new day. Feel the power. Take it away, guys. Wow. Wow. Weeks in a row, bro. You know, anyone can change. You see? Anyone can change. If I can change and Dan can, can change, change, we can all change. And we can all change. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's turned over a new leaf. Uh, if you don't know what that's from, you guys need to educate yourselves. Go watch some movies. Mm-hmm. I, what? The best Rocky? Is it the best Rocky? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rocky four. Yeah. I would say so as well. I want to st- stay on this question. Let's introduce ourselves and come right back to that. Okay, yes. Okay. I... I'm Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. And I am Kofi Kingston. Uh, my name is Biggie, and uh, just in case I'm not long for this world, I meant everything I said last week about my body being flailed around. Um, and I saw there was some, you know, there's some feedback online, and I'm glad that people were supportive. There weren't a lot of people demonizing me for wanting to uh, still, you know, have some fun on Earth, even though my spirit may not be in my body. I'd like my corpse to have some fun. And I, I'd like to continue to entertain uh, you people uh, if I can. So that, that's my, my purpose. And I want you to reestablish that. I may not have a last name, but at least give me that. You know what I mean? You took so much from me. You took so much from me in this life. And uh, I, at least I want to have that. I, you know, I don't, I don't really ask for a whole lot. I don't really ask for a whole lot around here. But I, I'd like that. And I'm just, I'm really just talking about, you know, 24 hours, just a day, maybe not even 24 hours. Honestly, I'll take like a good afternoon, evening through the night. You know what I mean? If hopefully if I end up uh, giving up the ghost somewhere around three o'clock, then I'd say, give me from 3 p.m. all the way. Let's have a good night. Let's have a great night. Immediately. We we have to, we have to like do certain things once we find (laughs) out. Like we have to tell people, we have to mourn, we have to set up the funeral because we didn't preemptively we didn't preemptively set up the funeral. We're not setting it up while you're alive. We don't think you're going to die soon. So we don't have that kind of time. We got people got lives and schedules. We got to make sure that there's a, there's a process. Mm. All right. So if, if you don't want to be on the ball, then I'll give it to someone else. <laughs> I didn't say that I wasn't going to be on the ball. I'm just saying that if you die at three o'clock, how are we going to set a party with all your friends by 730? These how? Are, we we got to find a way, man. Okay. This, this all right. The body starts to rot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. We take it to where it needs to go to clean it, get you embalmed so you mm-hmm. stay for a little bit longer. We can set up the whole party. We can take you suit yeah. shopping, film the whole weekend at ease. Because- Mr. Man, please. Yes, Mr. Man. Hey, hey, Mr. Man. Is Mr. Man still there? Uh, I actually don't I know. Think he, I think so. I'm, I don't think it is. Really? I, like I, was, I drove past that mall, and I feel like somebody told me Mr. Man wasn't there anymore, but I didn't oh. go in and check. So, okay, no one cares. But anyways, I'm going to go into the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Yeah. Man is a spot where I used to, when I used to, when I was with AJ and Dolph, I would, for some reason, it was real funny to me to wear these shirts. But those shirts, I would actually, I would wear, those were my dress clothes back when, you know, like the Steve Harvey style was more <laughs> popular. You had the, the wide leg slacks and whatnot. Uh, and then I would just have all these shirts. So Mr. Man was a spot when I was 16. Some of those shirts I wore on TV, I bought when I was 16 years old and they were still with me. But anyways, Mr. Man is a spot. The owner, I don't know his name, but he's a great dude. I don't know if it still exists because University Mall used to be the popping spot in Tampa. Yeah. And then with uh, International Mall uh, becoming a thing, the mall just really declined. Foot traffic, stores started pulling out. But I used to be able to go in uh, when Jay would cut my hair at University Mall and I'd be like, oh, I'd be able to check in. But 
because Jay left years ago. I, I have no oh, idea if this I man is still left. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We would He's actually working on his own shop. Oh, so good for him. That's when awesome. we were in developmental, I remember you put me on to Mr. Man because I didn't have any like dress clothes that fit or ah. anything because everything was like K&G. And like K&G suits are great. I love, I love a good like regular suit, but... I, at that point in life, I was growing into my, like, I don't want to wear regular clothes. And so you're like, oh, Mr. Man's got, like, pimp suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Immediately, yes. I went and got, like, some white gators and was like, yes. It was yeah. the best store. And the guy's so nice. He's like, yes. oh, what do you need this for? I'm like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm wrestling and I got to go uh, do some stuff. He's like, oh, I work with some of the wrestlers all the time. You know, here, let me get your measurements. I'll tailor everything for you. I was like, what? And granted, you know, at, the, at that point in time, we weren't doing the, doing the best monetarily. So it was like, do I do I eat this week or do I get this Mr. Man suit? <laughs> and, and a couple of times I picked that suit. Yeah. <laughs> I just went hungry. <laughs> yeah, Wait, man. I, yes. Man. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if it's there. Actually, uh, so you were talking about the university mall like being on the decline when everything else kind of started popping off, but it kind of started to come back a little bit. They actually had one of those um, like dining uh, movie theaters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when you go and you order meals, those. like they built that there. Um, I think, I forget, I think it was like Sarah Jessica Parker, um, she had like a clothing line. No, maybe was it an old Navy that was there as well? I think and so. And then Sardis yeah. Parker had like so, but I mean that's closed down. But I mean I don't know. It was kind of on the come up before uh, the pandemic. So I don't know. Hopefully he's still doing all right. Yeah. So Hopefully if y'all are ever in Tampa, Florida, yeah, find uh, University Mall. Go check it out. Drop just in on your boy. The mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if, if Mr. Man is there, be like hey, new day sent me. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, like I said, everything we talked about last week, I meant and it's still on the table with my body, but we can negotiate the path. I get it. You have a family and whatnot. So we'll talk about that later. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you said you wanted to go back to our Rocky four conversation. Yeah. Cause I think, I think I do agree that Rocky four is the best one. Uh, Cause without Rocky four, then like obviously nothing after Rocky four happens. If, the, if, the, if Creed doesn't die and he doesn't go to Russia and all that stuff. Um, but as far as like the message, my God, Mm. there's I don't know there's not many movies that hit like when Stallone says that speech at the end and that whole fight with Drago like I not not many movies make you feel like that so that's got to be it's got to be the best Rocky right yeah yeah you'll get no arguments from me I Uh, I can't argue with it yeah okay training montage too just something about a man with a a log on his back in the snow Mm -hmm. like up to his waist then dude he's like what on that table doing those weird the sit-up things where he's raising his legs all the way up to the air, like mm-hmm. just an just an athlete looking, right? Yeah. Just cut up. I mean, he, he was clearly just taking his vitamins and working real hard. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all but, he was doing. Yeah, Nothing but course. vitamins. Of right. uh, the the log scene reminded me if you've ever seen the movie Vision Quest. Yes, sir. So, so before big wrestling tournaments, we would all like have a sleepover at one of the guys' houses because his dad built a wrestling room in their basement with a sauna and stuff. And so we'd go down there and we'd wrestle whatever. Uh, and then we would all watch Vision Quest together. And if you haven't seen it, it's the story of this kid who was trying to be like a champion, like state champion, whatever it is. And the guy who has to face is unbelievable. And he's running, he's doing stadiums with the log on his back. And it's like the scariest thing I've ever seen. But uh, what, what, a, what a film. What a film. Any film about training and like working hard to get somewhere. Yeah. My God. It did hit you it in is. the soul. It is. Mm. But speaking of training, so I've been training, learning bass guitar, mm-hmm. as, as you guys know. Um, and there's something that I wanted to, to bring up, Kof. Yeah. Um, because because a few weeks ago, uh, and I tried to just not say anything, so I was like, I won't, I won't let this get to me. Uh, I, I opened up, <laughs> I open up the case of my bass guitar when I get home <laughs> to play it, and I see. <laughs> I see a sticky note 
I say, what? Why is their sticky note for? And I, and I pick it up and it's signed by Kofi with like some words of encouragement. Like, hey, I keep it up, kid. Like, okay. Yeah, keep on slapping it is what I said for the bass. Okay, keep, on yeah, keep on slapping it. Keep on slapping it. You slap the bass, you know, and then, encouragement. So I thought that was weird. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I mean, let me text the guys. You know what? I'm not going to text them. I'm not going to sell this. I'm not going to sell it because they'll do it again. And then directly after that, I went to open my iPad because that's where I, I, my, my music is for the bass. And I see another sticky note. Again, signed by Kofi with some words. <laughs> yeah, keep on swiping it. That one said, you know, keep on, keep on swiping it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was what two weeks ago that that happened, and I just kind of set it to the side. Last night, last night. So you know how uh, Sarat gave us those shoes. I had them in the box, and I had like a whole idea in my head for like to take the pictures with them, and so I hadn't opened it. I finally open up this box, and inside the shoe. <laughs> Is another <laughs> sticky note. I'm sorry. Like, signed with some yes, words. Sir. Like, why? Why yes, are you doing sir. this? Oh my god! It, it, I I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. And bro, like the whole process of me getting those in there because so we had to sign these uh, tops cards, uh, and these are like um, they're really like they're not just the actual like the uh, the, the normal like cardboard cutouts they just have they're like they're a lot heavier they have metal around them they're like really really done up so i don't know if you remember but at the end of the night i was like you know what let me sign these tops cards before i leave and i go to put them on a chair but that you know it was a folding chair so all the cards just fell on the floor all over so i had to sign them and in between all those cards were those little pieces of paper those like little sticky notes so i'm pissed off you know and i'm saying i said if i'm gonna be pissed off i'm gonna piss somebody else off you know and then why, i saw your why stuff. is that your go-to by the way oh, man. it's just it's, it's because it's because they were dual cards so both of us have to sign them and i looked at him and i go and i saw that i saw him start signing but i was already like about to leave and i saw him stacking the cards and i see that there's an extra space on there and my picture's on there too i was like do i have to send those two he was like yep then the cards fell but i was already leaving or already going to do something else and so then that's yeah. when uh i guess he was mad at me because i didn't feel like signing them when yeah he i don't want to disrupt the story but we, some, need, we need to come back yeah. to why when you're having a bad day, other people need to have bad days. But continue. We should all stay together. Stay on that. Stay on that. Yeah, why you got to bring us down, bring everybody down it's with you? Bring right? us down. Look at the smile. Look at the smile that we're having. Look at all the look at all the good times. Look at the conversation that we're having. And now we're sharing this on a podcast across the world. And you know how many laughs we're going to get? How many chuckles? Okay? You're, your chuckles. We're in it together. We're in your the trenches chuckles. together, guys. Also, we're not really, though. Also, we're not really because there's no one to rib me. At, you know, when I go to TV, where's, where's my ribbing? You know, you guys want to have all the inside jokes and whatnot. Well, you, you, you told us to stop. No, I didn't. You told us to stop. Yeah, you, yeah, you did by no well, selling. You said, I just don't sell so nobody will rib me. Well, I don't mean, no I don't sell. mean like a, I don't want to rib like that. But I mean, just, you know, time with the boys. Yeah, well, you, you, you want to choose your rib. Yeah, you want, want a soft rib. Yes. A real soft rib. <laughs> you want a McRib. That's what you want. You yeah, want a yeah, McRib. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, man. I'm so glad. I, I totally forgot that I did that. And this is why, you know, just, it's for the pop, man. It's for the pop. And like you, so you would actually, so you were in the shower. And I'm like, you know, let me go ahead and do this. And then you came out. And this was the day that Shelton was telling us these stories. So I had all the things signed. And then I'm trying to like, get them into your bag before you shut your bag and like left the building. So something happened around the corner. Uh, I think, I don't know, Shelton like said something and you turned your back in for a split second and I dive over and I open up your, uh, your, your, your uh, iPad case and slide it in. I was so proud of myself. It was so stealthy. Like, Oh my God. Oh my God. It was great. 
And this is why I did it, you know, because I'm looking at y'all, y'all smiling, you know, everybody just yucking it up. We have a good time, you know? But see, you even forgot that you did that. I could have just not said anything and you would have been <laughs> neutral. It would have been so neutral. <laughs> but I know I would have got you. You, I know, see, you, 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 you're chuckling, right? It's, you're chuckling? I, w- I was, I, I, I let out a sigh. <laughs> there we go. But Chuckle, especially a chuckling sigh because because it was the first one. It was like I was confused, and then it's like okay, well clearly <laughs> something weird is happening. And then when I opened the second one, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> and then the two the two weeks later was the one that got me <laughs> in the shoe. Yeah, that's effort. You got to appreciate the effort on that, man. That is good effort. You know, but that's it's very much like when you took those pictures for best friend day, right? Yeah, you just took pictures of yeah. me for a year. But like, so what 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 that's causes right. you to do things like this? I don't know. I just, it just happens. I, I just get the thought and then I just go with it. I don't know where it's going. And as you can, uh, you know, you probably couldn't, I had to like transcribe or, or, you know, let you know what the, what the words actually said. Cause I was writing it so fast and my yeah. handwriting is chicken scratch as it is. Mm-hmm. So even if you like saw it, you probably weren't even able to read it and you probably didn't get as I much wasn't. enjoyment out of it as you should have. But I thought it's that you wrote it with your left hand. It's, you don't want to see my left <laughs> or his feet. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see or, my, I'm watching my kids get like better penmanship than me and they're just learning. It's bad, bro. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah. Mine definitely degraded since I was a kid too. I look back and yeah. it's, I used to be all right, but it's uh, not great now. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of ribs, I'm not a big ribber, but Woods, were you there? I completely forgot about this until uh, Rob Naylor posted about this fairly recently. But were you there for the packing Naylor. peanuts? I oh, know, great dude. Mm-hmm. Were you there for the packing peanuts? Mm, I don't we, think so. We put, sound familiar. It was, I don't know why I got, this was definitely not my idea because I don't care to rib, like I, like I said. But we decided to, he was gone for a bit. And for some reason, his keys were available or something. And I think Dr. Tom maybe led this. But anyways, I can't recall. But anyways, we filled his car with packing peanuts. <laughs> and it's not a big car. But do you know how long it takes to fill someone's car with, with packing peanuts? It was quite the assignment. Uh, but I completely forgot about this. This is grand. This is like a decade ago. I thought for some reason, it seems like this is something you'd be the head of, like a project that you would be the head of. So <laughs> I, just, I just assumed you were there. But no, that's, that's, I think it's the only rib I can remember being a part of in wrestling besides like uh, Pranked. Uh, was it, is it called, what was it? Why am I blanking on? Is it called Pranked? Swerve. 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 Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Yes, no, I, 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 I have a vague memory of that, but I don't think that I was there. I didn't do much stuff like outside of the building with, with anybody. Cause I lived over uh, like 30 minutes away. It's true. Where some of the guys lived, but I, I lived by myself and hung out by myself because I didn't want anybody to realize how short I was. <laughs> <laughs> I never told you guys this story. Yeah, you, I, you, I did, you did, but I forgot about it. It's okay. so ridiculous. It's insane. It, Only it was an insane in wrestling. Person. Is yeah. this a real thing where you would feel the need so, so you just always had your wrestling boots on, or did you have? Did you? Bro, have it worked. Boots? Yeah, I'll, I'll get the whole story. It worked. So, as so, the disclaimer to this story is it's it is insane. But look at me now, okay? <laughs> look at me now. So when I got my uh, was going for my tryout, I put on my resume that was six feet tall. I'm not. I'm five ten at absolute best. Um, and so I go in for the tryout, or sorry, before I go for the tryout, I'm like, I'm not six feet. What do I do? I hit my friend up and I was like, Hey, uh, can you make me some boots with lifts in them? He goes, Yeah. What do you need to be? I said six feet tall. He goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I, I meet up with him and he gives me these boots and he goes, this is all I can get on short notice, dude. And I got to go down like in a week and go train. And so he goes, uh, it's going to be a little more than you, than you needed. There's two, two inch lifts on the outside. So the sole of the shoe, 
but there's also two inches on the inside. <laughs> I said, Oh my God, this is four inches. He goes, yeah, sorry, man. This is all I got. And so I had to go down to train with those. And so the whole week I spent working on my friend's ring, learning how to wrestle in stilts essentially. <laughs> and so, uh, I was as like comfortable as I could get. So I went down there. And then as I walked by one of the guys, uh, I think it was, I think it was Ty Bailey. He looks at me and I'm walking in my boots. He looks at me and he looks down and he goes, you're not six feet tall. And I go in these boots I am. And I walk away. (laughs) 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 And And so when I got down there, so this was the first time that I ever like lived by myself outside of, uh, you know, college or living with friends, whatever. I'm living by myself in an apartment. First time away from home, really. Um, and I was terrified that when I don't have my wrestling boots on, someone's going to notice this. So I was like, I got to live by myself. Forget living near everybody. I don't want people to see me. I don't want to be seen at the store. I just want to be by myself so nobody knows. Then I found this website, tallmenshoes.com. They had, they had sneakers, dress shoes, like any kind of shoe you want. And they all looked clean. And they just look like regular shoes. But on the inside, there's a lift. But you just you, they look like regular shoes the way that they make them. And so I was like, okay. So for, I don't know, a year and a half, two years, I just ordered shoes from this website. Wait, so... Once you got the job, though, aren't you good? What? Couldn't you have given up on the, sh- the charade? But remember how you used to think when you were just starting? Yeah, like, right. yeah. everything, every, everything is now, I don't care at all. But at that point in time, this was my way to get in. And I wasn't going to let anything stop me because at that time, it was the, I, I came in right at the time when they started hiring people that were like under 6'2. Like, aside from you, you're so super, like, Jack, you're gifted. Um, I, I'm, I'm short and not as big. And so just, they were, they weren't hiring guys of my size. Um, and so I was just trying to get any kind of leverage I could, but anyway, so I wore these shoes for, for, like I said, a year and a half, two years. And then one day we were tearing down the ring. And I remember I was carrying boards with, with, uh, Jorge, so Sin Cara, and I had my, uh, flip flops oh, on. Oh, geez. Spoiler alert. Oh, I, <laughs> name. I, I think you can like, Google this, Kofi. Do I people not know? But, but no, Google's not always the right. You know, Wikipedia is not always the right. Oh, my bad. I forgot that everyone knows exactly who Jorge is. Well, <laughs> you giving you dropping hints, man. His name is Sincara. You know. Okay, sorry. On, so man. take so so back that out. Take all that part out. Okay. So <laughs> just leave it. We were, we were me and Sincara or Unico were carrying. But they even know it's him. Was there ever a transition though? Bro, Did they ever I mean, Uno, like, Unico disappeared and then a guy with the same tattoo showed up in a mask. No, remember they did the, the Sin Cara versus Sin Cara at, at one point? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, Who was yeah. the real one? Which right. one was, Unico, which one was, was. quote unquote Hunico? Which one was quote unquote Jorge? Who, I don't know. Maybe other people don't either. Come well, on, bro. Well, then they can go back and watch whatever. Watch it on Peacock. <laughs> um, so we're carrying boards. Like I got flip-flops on. He looks at me. He goes, hey, did you get shorter? <laughs> I go, uh, uh. He goes, you already got the job, man. You're good. <laughs> right. And after that, I just, I wore regular boots. And so thank, wow. thank you, Sin Cara. There you go. Wow. He freed you in some ways. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate in you. In some ways. <laughs> yeah, in some. Right. Right. <laughs> that's uh, that's one of my favorite stories, just how <laughs> absurd. Uh, but you're right, man. That was definitely a time where being big was a premium. Yeah. Not necessarily dude. being the most experienced or being the best worker. I remember even being being like a name on the indies was kind of a strike against you. Yes. Yeah. Time, right. Yes. I was. So I think the before me, and I, I'm probably going to mess this up. So somebody who's listening, correct me. Um, so I think it was like Loki got hired and he was a guy who'd been in TNA. And then between that, I don't remember them hiring any TNA people. And then I got hired and it was like, oh, 
he's got this TNA stink on him or he's got like, he was on TV for like the enemy or whatever. And it was always like, I was kind of very trepidatious about that because of everything that I heard and everything that I'd seen, like people weren't able to get jobs and all this type of stuff. So I was, I was terrified to the extreme. Yeah. You know, um, the actual, what the quote was, uh, John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, oh, he was head of talent relations. Uh, he'd say, well, we can't teach you how to be six, eight. So what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, and he's right, but that's yeah. what they, that was the qualification, man. Like you had to be tall. Even when I like, um, was getting signed and we had to try out at, at chaotic. Um, I had to, like, they, they told us that we were going out and putting posters up for everybody. And we were trying to scout people who were six, two and above, which was nobody <laughs> in the school, mm-hmm. nobody, right. it was nobody mm-hmm. in the school was that tall, that big. And here we are like having to put posters up all over the town, but it was a real thing, man. It was a real fear. So you're having to go around to, to poster for people who can take your spot. Exactly. So let, me, let me work hard. And, and, and we've grinded, we've grinded like, you know what I mean? Like throughout yeah. hot summers, we the one who's come to practice. And like, sometimes a guy who was like six, four or an ex football player or something would come in and everybody in the room was automatically better than him. You know what I'm saying? Just because he just didn't know. And, and now like this is, it was just a, uh, I don't know, just a weird feeling of having to want a job, but post you know what I'm saying? For, for somebody to take your job, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. For sure. Yeah. It's, and it's especially, I think it's different when it's not presented to you like that, but if it's just like, Hey, we're postering cause we're looking for new talent. Okay, cool. But like, Hey, we're looking for people who are not you. Yes. <laughs> to, be, right. to be told that is like, it makes it feel weird, but also in the, in the same vein, like in, the, in that time, I think, so like you were saying, like lots of people coming from, from different areas. What was really interesting to me is I felt like and and please correct me if you, if you guys felt otherwise, it felt to me like there was a almost like a them versus us type of situation for people that knew wrestling and people that didn't know wrestling. But then there were people who didn't know wrestling who like, like for like E for instance, like you who would come in and then just gravitate to it like a fish to water. And you'd learn the history and learn everything that you could about it and like appreciate like the opportunity of being able to wrestle. And then some people who would come in from outside and just not care at all. And so I feel like once I finally got into the system and I was able to differentiate, it gave me a better perspective on like, I guess at that point in time, coming from the Indies and all that other stuff, thinking like, oh, you know, I've broken my back constantly to be a part of this. And this person is walking in here. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't think like that. That, That's that's the wrong way of thinking. Like you got to think like if you got an opportunity to, you know, uh, you if you got paid $10 million to go play soccer, as long as you make an attempt to try to be the best soccer player you can be like, then you deserve to be there type of thing. Um, and so I, I was glad that I got the opportunity to see that. And a lot of that came from watching you E, Cause I had that, that in me of like, man, people just coming in wrestling, but then watching how hard you would train and how fast you were learning. I was like, my God, I need to, I need to revamp all the BS that has been put into my head that I, I was believing at the time. And so I, I guess, thank you for, for opening my mind and making me a better person. I suppose, but no, you're you're right. Like it was for me, I took the job on a whim, but in the same vein, I I think there was more of a divide because I think at the time too, oftentimes the football players were getting paid more as well. So I get why there are guys who've worked hard, who have loved this, who've always wanted to do this. And they see someone merely because he's taller or more muscular, he's getting more money. He's getting more opportunities off the bat. So I get why there's some animosity, but for me, I also wasn't like good enough at football to like, walk in and say, I'm the football player. Respect me. So I was like, I did not like talking about, you know, I'm proud of the fact that it was my first love and it's something I wanted to do, but it wasn't like, 
talking about my time playing football was not something I was remotely interested in doing, but I just very much believe like, Hey man, this is, I don't want to have any regrets. So if I work as hard as I can and try to learn and I fail, then all right, it just wasn't meant for me. Um, so that was just my perspective. But I was also really blessed to be able to work with people like you who were patient with me. I remember <laughs> I, I had to apologize to you, Woods, because there's sometimes too, I was just way too <laughs> it's that, what that with big you Vader too. used to do. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know any better. So I was just yeah. trying to find that balance for a long time. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that that I think that once you get in those situations, if you allow yourself to to stop thinking in such a hard-headed manner, and when I say yourself, I mean myself and like I had to do that too. I just did it somewhere else. You know, I did it with different people. I didn't do it here. So for me, that's when I kind of flipped the switch and go, yeah, that one really hurt, but he knows that now and he didn't mean to, and we're going to do it again. And the next one is perfect. And then when I see you do it to someone else and it's perfect. And so now seeing you advance became like really cool to me. So, well, thanks, man. And now I don't hurt nobody. No, nope. yeah. it took me years. Well, well that, that that splash on uh, on on Bubba. <laughs> Tell the story. Tell the story. No, there's, there's no story. The only story is so we work we were working the Dudleys, and I had the apron splash. For some reason, I just kind of I drifted out more towards the edge of the apron, and uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I remember like people remarking or something. And then I saw the replay and my God, this Bubba, he, either, he must be doing his neck exercises. I don't know what it was. At least he, said, he told me it was it, fine. It, it, for, for the people that can't visualize it, can you explain like what, where the bodies are in the ring and all that stuff so they can get a clear, clear picture of it? Where the other bodies are in the ring? No, just like how you set people up for the apron splash. Cause I know there's some people who they watch wrestling and they listen to this, but they might not understand what you're explaining. Oh yeah. Well, typically uh, the apron splash is something, I think the first time I did it was with, with Darren Young. Um, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I'm one of those people, people talk about, oh, there's a lot of, there's too much apron offense these days. I, I'm okay if a whole match is on the apron. I, I like apron moves. <laughs> I do. I, I just do. It's, it's cool to me. Yes. The, the absolute hardest match. The hardest part of the ring, because there's no give to anything. That's also yeah. where like all the steel beams are, and E wants to have that be his playground. Well, everything just looks everything you can tell that it's the hardest part of the ring, too, because yeah. you can see the lack of give. But, anyways, so what I like doing is I, you know, you want to make sure your opponent is set perpendicular to uh, the apron. So the nice part is, and I don't know, I don't know if you ever really talked about this, not that it's a big deal, but I was actually, the reason, actually, yes, the reason I started doing more on the apron was because WWE, we started using LEDs. So my favorite thing is like, I'm always excited when I see the LEDs and they're almost always there. There's some shows we do where we don't have those LED boards. But the nice part is with the LED boards, it adds probably an extra foot or so yeah. of room yeah. to move on the apron. Whereas if that LED is not there, it's kind of tight and I'm not agile enough to really maneuver. But with that, I can just, I can kind of run a little bit there. There's just more room to do stuff with that LED in place. So typically for the apron splash, I would have someone kind of three fourths of the way, as long as they're not in the middle, but anyways, three fourths towards either corner and I would pull them and I just get to, I just get to working on that chest to make sure, make sure they're incapacitated Seamus style, you know? Uh, and then I, I would just set them and make sure that where the bottom rope is probably should be where the bottom of their torso is and their torso should really, I'm just trying to get all torso. When I land on you, 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to crush the guts. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Body work. And nothing else. I'm not trying to, you know, you go too low. And they, there's someone's manhood. I'm not trying to land on that. And I'm not trying to land on their neck <laughs> too. So I'm trying to give myself the, the runway to just get all torso. And with Bubba, apologies to Bubba, uh, I landed more on the neck side. Man, that was the Rufio match too, huh? Oh yeah. yeah. The Rufio hair. Man, wow. I just want to be bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a talk podcast. We can talk about it. I'm tired of being a good guy. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to yell at some kids. Start, start, start booing us. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got some kids to chastise, man. That list is long. I, yeah. I should have been chastising a lot of kids by now. We, you know, a lot of people go back and forth. You know, they get to go back and forth and people keep cheering for us, you know? You got, you got the neighborhood kids. If you want to, if you want to chastise some kids, you got some you got, kids around the neighborhood. Got, and I, and I do. Kids. Yeah, and I do, and I do, I do. But I mean, on TV, like on a on a, on a national, international platform, I want to do it so that everybody sees it, so that they can, you know, like really, really feel the, you know, yeah. everyone can see, so that other other kids can learn too. Because the kids in my neighborhood, they they know, they know. But yeah, the, the kids around the world need to understand, you know. That they can get chastised. Anybody can get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anybody can get it. I don't. It, it don't matter. It don't matter how old you are, how young you are. You know, you can get a good, you know, scorning. <laughs> everybody. Do the neighborhood kids when they see you pulling in? They're like, "Oh no, it's Big Money Co. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, so it was funny because uh, my neighbors across the street didn't know that. Uh, like what my job was, you know, they, oh, they just know Mr. Kofi and they come over, they play with the kids mm. and, and with the, with uh, Kyle and Ryan. And then um, uh, the younger ones uh, play ba- uh, baseball with Orion. So I'm sitting there at the baseball game and um, all of a sudden someone comes up to me with an eight by 10. I said, what, how did you, how did you <laughs> get you this? Know? Oh, he must've, he must've wanted one, you know, Kai wants to give him an eight by 10. And then another one comes over. And another one comes over and another one comes over and I'm like, what is going on? And as it turns out, Kai is in my car and he's handing out all the eight by tens. So all the kids over at the baseball field, like from all the teams come over and then I'm, I'm outed, you know, and it was fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind putting smiles on people's faces. Uh, but now every time I go, can I get an autograph picture too? Can I get one? So I got to bring a few and like, you know, sign them. I don't like to make a scene, but they, they, they don't give me a choice, you know? But um, yeah, it, it was it was just real funny. Um, but again, I don't I don't I don't mind doing it. I don't mind doing. it. I always try to think yeah. of like how cool it would be for me if I saw you know Ray Mysterio at a, at my at my baseball game and you know he was signing it all. It just it's a really cool feeling to put a smile on a face. I'm happy to do it. But yeah, it was just funny because the, the first one that came over. Like I signed the picture, I go, here's your pen. You go, oh no, that's your pen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of gave us this too. Yeah. yeah. Did, did Kai charge? Is he bringing you out? I hope so. You gotta, I hope so. You, you know, I hope him, he got something. Gotta teach him the smart game. So, so you give, uh, give out the black and white ones for free. And yeah, then give, <laughs> give one kid the one in color. And then the other kids will pay for him. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like, like yeah. I know. Yeah, man. It, it was it was real funny. Real, and, you know, the lesson to me is I should have locked my door, right? If I if I didn't want people going in and taking stuff out of the car, I should have locked my door. Lesson learned. But um, it's all good. So, oh, yo, so anyway, so then that's how the kids, uh, the neighbors found out, like, what I do. And uh, the, the the young one, uh, there was like, oh, yeah, Mr. Kofi, yeah, he's a wrestler. He's like, wait, he's a what? He he wrestles people like he, so he hasn't even watched the product or anything, but now he's just like has a whole new, and you know, we've been living here for almost like three years or so, but he's never had really any idea of like what I did. But now the, the, the jig is up, 
The jig is up. <laughs> and the other day, uh, there was one uh, girl that was over playing with the kids. And, uh, you know, she's messing around. She has like a, uh, one of our fishing rods and she starts kind of like prodding me with it. I go, oh, come on now. You don't, you don't want to do that. You know, there's a hook on there. And then our neighbor across the street goes, yeah, Mr. Kofi, he's a wrestler. So you don't want to do that. I said, <laughs> What's going on? What does she think is going to happen? I don't know. You think you're going to drop this little kid? <laughs> I don't know. All right, lock but, up. <laughs> but see, but she, but she knows. She knows the possibility. Is what I'm, and back to the point, you know, because anybody can get a good tongue lashing, a chastising, and God, I don't want it to come to blows. You know, we don't want it. We don't want it to go there. But you know, we do fight kids around here in this house. We we fight them. We're we, gonna see a video of you squaring up with a kid in your cul de sac. Like, come on, you said you wanted it. You said you wanted on, it. Come on, come on. go back out now. You want to be famous, kid? Let's go. Nah, there, there's too many of them. There, there, there's yeah. too many of them. They, they'll, they'll overwhelm me. It they won't even be hard. They'll out. just stomp me out in the front yard. It'll all be on the on the security cameras too. Yes. Kofi oh, Kingston stomped out by a gang of neighborhood children. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yes. He just turned into Ernest. <laughs> Kofi as Ernest oh, is what I, I want to see you as Ernest now. He's I'm into it. <laughs> uh, not man. Well, there's, there's a Seinfeld episode where Kramer takes a karate class and it turns out it's little kids and he's tearing these little kids up and they all gang up on him. So that was my first thought is that scene was ganging up on him. That's, that's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, it would be so good. Um, Speaking of, it's kind of like Ernest, but but not. Uh, y'all mess with Mr. Bean? Yeah, I don't. So I was never exposed that much to Mr. Bean, but the Mr. Bean I have seen, I know the Iconics love Mr. Beans. They, they kind of put me on. He's hilarious. Uh, for some reason, I've been on a Mr. Bean kick the past, like, two weeks. Uh, and I was talking to, to Drake Maverick about it, Spud. And I think that if he was able to put together some Mr. Bean type things, he could slide right in that spot. Oh, man. Because Mr. Wow. Bean's not a thing anymore. But Drake, my God, he would be incredible He'd be a at great doing Mr. that. Bean. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so there you go, universe. Tweet tweet Drake Maverick telling him you want <laughs> him to put out some uh, Mr. Bean-esque content for you to see. <laughs> so why is it Mr. Bean's not, he retired? I mean, it's not a show anymore. They made a movie. And there's like a little cartoon you can find on YouTube, but they're yeah. not, I don't. I don't think they're currently making anything. What's his name? Uh, Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that, that that form of comedy is so hilarious and it's like pure it to me. And and no matter what type of life you come from, you understand everything one hundred percent with no words. And that that to me, it's 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 a, it's like wrestling. You don't have to speak the same language, you, but you know exactly. You can follow everything. Right. Yeah. Good call. Also, no lines to remember. That's that's my biggest problem. People like, oh, you want to go to Hollywood and do stuff? Yeah, maybe sure. But all all those lines to remember, yeah. that's that's the worst part for me. Yeah. But yeah. if you have no lines to remember and could entertain people, boy, sign me up. I don't know though, because remember when we were uh on the set with Kel doing uh, all that and like the physical comedy aspect and watching that live mm. and in person. You got to be a special kind of cat to be able to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And do it true. well. You know what I mean? Like that. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that. I don't, I don't feel like I move around in a funny way. I'm very serious. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very serious when I move around. People take me seriously serious, with every step yeah. I take. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a, a drastic subject change, but have you guys ever done one of those like nutrient IVs? No, no I have not. You've heard about them? Oh, I, yes. I mean, I, yeah. I've, done a, I've done a vitamin C drop, okay. uh, drip, yeah. 
so I did one, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. And I felt incredible all week. Really? And they were telling, and I, cause my friend told me about it. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I just, I, I feel, I'd feel bougie going in and just, Oh, I need a, I need an IV drip. Uh, but when I did it and talking to the guy, he's like, yeah, you might feel good later today. Um, but you'll probably feel like really good for like the next couple of days. And as soon as it like hit me last week, like I felt like I was pumping on all cylinders wow. all week to the point where I, I went and got another one <laughs> now. And I think, I think I might be hooked. Really? Yeah. What, uh, what what was uh what was in the drip? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it. But uh, in the, in this the one that I did uh, it was more like a hydration thing. Okay. So uh, I actually I got my I did that on Sunday and then I got my second vaccination shot on Thursday and I actually like didn't feel like I was rollerblading the next day and everything I never felt sick and somebody was like oh well it's probably because you're super hydrated and so probably helped and it's like oh that's interesting um, I don't know which overall it's like I feel good you know yeah no a lot of people swear by those uh iv drips man and and like it makes sense you know what i mean like a lot of us are so vitamin deficient you know whether it be like vitamin d or vitamin c and to be able to like you know inject it into your 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 bloodstream and like let it do its work like you know we should probably all be getting more vitamins in you know and i think that is a is a great way to do it from what i hear anyway consistently a lot of people really put it over do they have them uh via enema um, I would assume so. I'd assume so. <laughs> well, I only ask because <laughs> you could just do it. Yeah, you ain't got right. to go anywhere to do it. Just right? Crush up, crush up some vitamin C and <laughs> put it in some liquid, and then just go ahead and go to town. Well, just because the lining of your rectum apparently is real thin, right? So it's just easy yeah. to absorb uh, yeah. nutrients. It absorbs. There's there's people on that that show like my weird addiction, and they do uh, like five full pot coffee coffee enemas a day because you can take the caffeine in faster. But I'm like. What what's your day like that you can rock five coffee enemas that you can rock five enemas, but then coffee like I I I feel like it'd be doing some damage. Yeah. Right. Is there? Can you do that for food as well? Can you do that for? What if I just want to stop using my mouth for things? Is what I'm saying. That's my point. <laughs> well. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's certain there's certain so things I don't want to stop. There's certain so things I don't want to stop. I'll, I'll stop with the food, but there's. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that's uh, it's just kind of a convenient way to transport uh, goods and nutrients and whatnot. It's goods. Are you going to be a, a mule? You're going to be a nutrient mule. <laughs> Look, we all need a plan B. You know. Okay. So. Hey, that's mine. To each yeah. their own. You I might, if, you, you know, we laugh now, but that might be the way. You know, if we can do a nutrient enema, we should do one during a podcast and talk about how we feel. Look, that's <laughs> I'll, I'll let you volunteer for that. <laughs> you brought it up. I did, and I regret it already. <laughs> e, come on, you guys want you want to do a nutrient enema with me? If it's, if it's a thing, no, nah, I'm out on that, man. Mean? Come on. Things, things exit uh, for that. For for me, things only exit out of that area. I'm I'm trying to avoid. That's, that's what the enema's for. You, you clean it out, and then you do put the nutrients yeah, in it's there. It's gonna exit have, eventually. Yeah. I have a certain fear, you know. I have a fear. Poop fear? Uh, no, I mean I'm 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 used. To, I'm accustomed to things exiting. If it was up to me, they wouldn't exit or enter. But you know, I don't really have much choice <laughs> just, in the matter. Is, right? Just just cock it, just spackle it over. <laughs> right, 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 right. I don't know. There's got to be a better way. Maybe through your feet, like, uh, I don't know, through the pores of your feet or something. There's got to be another way. I feel like that's a design flaw, you know? That, that's something that... Uh, In the human body? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that, you know, if it was up to me, I would have corrected. But 
To each his own. I, I didn't design these things. <laughs> I just showed up one day and I'm, you know, and I'm trying to make the best of it. That's me. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, I gotta eat. Oh, you just mad, Come on, man. Just... I can't. I can't just eat through my butt. Come on. Can right. I just? But imagine if you if you just like sat on a chair and you had a foot bath instead, and you just had a nice relaxing foot bath, and then you secreted what you need to secrete. And then it went into the sewer instead of, you know, I feel like if you you take nutrients and stuff in from the top of your body, it to me only makes sense that it should run through the all the way to the bottom of your body. That would be a lot easier, Mm. I think, as opposed to having to take down your pants, your drawers or whatnot, as you just stick your feet in and open them up. That's what I'd like. The poop just comes out of the pores. Yeah. And then you wipe your feet. It's a thought. Yeah, you wipe your feet. How bad do your feet smell in in the water? Probably not gonna, great. Yeah, I think I think our, our current system works a little bit better. Yeah, I think no, it, but no. with our current system, <laughs> I think it's a flaw. Is, yeah, <laughs> it's just not always easy to clean up there. You know, you got to go up inside, especially if you got big cheeks too. This uh, that's the they problem. Be pulled apart, yeah. right? They got to be pulled apart. It's I not see, so okay. easy to get to the okay. hole. I see. That was we, yeah. Point. We can't we can't relate. Yeah, that's it, why. I mean, I got I got cheeks. Uh, also, this I, it's funny how this devolved back into potty talk. Yeah, I, real, I realized it that, did. and, I, and yeah. I've been chastising people about yeah, and you, I, I gonna, talk, yeah. right? So <laughs> that's on me. I'll take that L. But you know, just things that that come to my mind. Yeah, it's uh, a thought. It's a thought. Gas up time. What's so funny, Kobe? <laughs> I feel like it was like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Camera cut. Ah, these. Kids, uh, <laughs> all right, we'll pick up here. Get <laughs> <laughs> right. a lot of here. I got nothing to go about. All right. <laughs> all right. This one comes in from Meandering Orange, who says, I can confidently say that everyone in the restaurant industry needs a boost. Delivery services are off the charts, and people are coming back out to eat. The industry is booming. Industry is also facing the worst labor shortage in decades. We're tired, we're running on empty, and we are in desperate need of some gas. Wow. That seems like a, a very serious thing that yeah. uh, we're probably not qualified to address, but we shall anyways, despite our lack of qualification. But that's something I didn't really even think about with yeah. uh, restaurants and whatnot coming back. But so many people lost their jobs and might have transferred to other opportunities and careers. It's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Well, in these... In these difficult and trying times, you know, people have been through a lot and now they're starting to feel a little bit better. Things are starting to hopefully get a little bit better and they're back in the world, back in the restaurants, as you've told us. And with this this work shortage, if you're being tired of having to do all this work for all these people and you need a little bit of extra help, you need a little bit of a pick me up. We want to let you know that we're here for you. Your boys, the new day got you with this delicious gas up. So just know that all the work you're doing to bring food to those people, to fill their empty bellies, to give them a good time, to make them remember, to remember the good times. Remember what it was like when we used to go out and have a good time. A few people are starting to do it and you are one of the reasons they're able to do that. So we thank you, we applaud you. We want you to know that everybody appreciates your hard work. It is not going unnoticed. We love you, we appreciate you. You keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Indeed, I can uh, only echo Woods' sentiment here, but uh, we all know that we've all had a very difficult year plus, and um, we've all wanted to go out 
and, and have a sense of normalcy, being able to go out and share a meal. How many good times have you had when you go out to a restaurant and you break bread with your friends and you, you share a good meal and a good story, you have a good time, some good laughs? We've been missing that. So all the sacrifices that you guys are making and all the hard work that you're putting in, we, we so, so, so appreciate it because it does so, so much for us. Um, human interaction is so important to our very fibers and our being. And the fact that you guys are grinding so that we can do that, the appreciation is at the, the highest level. We have the utmost respect for you. Thank you guys so, so much for everything that you are doing for us. Well. I spent a lot of time talking about being a man who is worthy of being saluted. I spent a lot of time talking about a man who has the type of honor, the type of integrity that people should stop and take their hand and put it to their dome and make their hand so straight that it's curved. But I clearly am not worthy. I am not worthy. You, the restaurant workers of America, you are worthy of being saluted by men, women, children, dogs, and cats all across this great nation. And I hope you get just that. I hope people stand outside from a safe distance. I hope they stand outside your place of employment. And I hope they put their crusty hands to their head and salute you for all you've done. We want to thank you for filling our guts. We want to thank you for expanding our waistlines. We want to thank you for letting us shove the food into our mouth that doesn't come out of our feet, though, even if it was up to me, it would, you know, the excrement would come from the feet. But we want to thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you to the restaurant workers of America. I'm sorry you're tired. I hope you get some rest. And I hope these cretins, I hope they tip you. I hope they treat you well. I hope they understand and realize your plight and that they, you know, just help make, make your days uh, better and, and stuff. She's going going strong, real really. Right, and then I and then I also <laughs> yeah. As I wait for the big finish. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes it's just a you know it's a it's a peter out. That was a peter yeah. out. It's a metaphor yeah. for life. It's always it's ongoing. It's yes. ongoing. You can't be at the top all the time. Right. Yeah. But so thank you, are, you. You are saluted. Salute. And you. You. What is, what is the name of this beautiful human being? It is Meandering Orange. I love Meandering that name, Orange. Meandering. Meandering Orange. I love it. I love it. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Meandering Orange. Meandering Orange. You've officially been gassed up. Gassed Yes. This one's coming in from I Am Hadaro. says, my boyfriend and I have been going through the process of buying our first home together for over eight months now. Multiple things have gone wrong. It's stressful, and it feels like it will never end. Help us focus on the positives, please. Buying a house is one of the most stressful things of adulthood, I will say. And I feel like they don't tell you that when you're getting into adulthood and you're thinking about the dream and, you know, I want to do this and do that and want to have a house. Once you, once you, once you're trying to find a house, it is very difficult. And it's very difficult in this market, especially because of the way things are going. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, where there's a, uh, a video of a guy talking about selling an apple. And a bunch of people, different people come in saying that they're just going to bid on this apple. And one guy's like, oh, can I see it? He goes, oh, it's, it's, an, it's an apple. Do you want it or not? And then a guy comes in from California. He's like, I'll put $100 on it. He goes, what? He goes, I'm from California. It's the cheapest apple I've ever seen in my life. And so they're kind of just saying that's what the housing market is like. So I can understand the frustration and the difficulty of trying to do this, uh, especially right now. But but just understand that once you get through this process and you are able to find a place that works for you and you guys get moved in and start setting up your lives, like it's one of the most rewarding things 
ever. And when you think about it, I don't know how many times I've heard this in life is that if it's if it's if it takes some time, takes some hurt, takes some struggle, it's probably something that's worth it. Something that's gonna really make your life a little bit better, increase that quality of life. So just keep going through it and know that you are not the only people that are doing this. You are not alone in this. And eventually, eventually you will get to that light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it's just, it might take a second, but just keep grinding. Keep grinding because you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Keep grinding indeed. Um, I feel like I have never met anybody who has had an easy smooth house buying experience. You know, when you get out there initially, you're so excited about wanting to go and buy a house. Then you go and you look and this house is great, but then there might be something wrong with it. And then you try to put a down payment or put uh, an offer onto another house and then they don't accept it. And then someone else takes it from you. And then you're looking before you know, you've looked at like 80 houses and you keep on going, but you're just fatigued, you know? Everything about buying a house sucks. And then you have to go out and sign this huge check for the mortgage. A lot of people haven't signed checks for this much in their entire lives. They have to put that amount of money down. It's the worst. The whole house buying experience is the worst for everybody. But it is, like Wood said, oh so rewarding when you finally get the keys to your own house. You walk in the door. You take the first breath that... You own this air in this house. You own the house. Everything about this house is yours. You can do with it as you please. You can put whatever you want to put on the walls. You don't have to worry about, you know, your landlord talking about you can't put holes in the wall. You got to paste them back up. It's your house. You do whatever the hell you want to do with it. You can put whatever you want on your lawn. You can grow out your grass if you want to. You can cut it when you want to. You put your own Christmas lights up, your own designs. Everything about the house below, it is yours. It is 100% yours. And there's nothing like that because you can just do whatever you want to do. Just know, uh, like Wood said, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's a bright light. It is, the, the, the world is your oyster. The amount of creativity that you can unleash on your house, the designs that you can put in there, the, 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 the color of the paint on the wall, you know, the, the murals you can put on there. You want to put a gym in your house, you can put a gym in your house. You know, it's your... It's, it just, it belongs to you. So keep on just grinding, keep on chugging away, take one foot, put it in front of the other and march towards this amazing, amazing experience. This, this is going to be yours. So just keep at it. Know that that light at the end of the tunnel is extremely bright. Yes, yes. Uh, all, all wise words. Um, I would like to stand here. Well, I'm sitting, but I would like to sit here today to offer you a different solution. What if we gave up on this dream of becoming a homeowner? What if you just threw all that stress aside and you came to live in Big E's emporium of rooms and such? Yes, <laughs> it is a beautiful, brand new, uh, maybe not so brand new apartment complex that will be going up very, very soon. It'll be available for rent very soon. Just imagine all the amenities or lack thereof. I might gouge you. I might ask for more money than you thought I would, but it's part of the fun of being a part of Big E's Emporium of homes and rooms and such. So I will extend this offer to you to join my, my uh, you know, my, my abode, my 
my collection of abodes for you that will be going up. And uh, I promise you, I will see you monthly in my dingy bathrobe and slippers as I collect my rent money and make sure your future is dwindling as I slowly take from your savings. <laughs> Let my dream of becoming a slumlord finally arrive. Give in and join me. You don't need that house. I need your money. You don't need that independence. I need your loot. You don't need to have a place of your own. Just let me get what you got. You have officially been uh, rambled to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's all of our gas ups that we're doing this week. Um, But before we go, I have to ask you guys, uh, (laughs) Have you guys watched the new season of Handmaid's Tale? Uh, is it good? Because here's my mm-hmm. issue with Handmaid's Tale is that joint is depressing. It's dark. Yep. Yep. There's no hope spots. It's just yep. darkness after darkness. And I don't want to get into any spoilers, but there was something that happened at the end of a previous season that really I, I got my nope. goat. Me too. Me too. And so did you stop watching then? No, no, I, I'm still, you kept I still enjoy the show. Okay. I just so haven't started the new season yet. I feel like that thing that we're talking about that we won't say, yes. it was very upsetting and I almost didn't watch after that, but then I did. And now that I'm in this season, I'm very glad that I kept watching. Ooh. Because that okay. feeling that I had that I don't want to say to spoil it is now 180 degrees the other way. I'm so, I'm, I'm so in, You're I'm ready. so in. It's and I think there's three episodes out right now, maybe four at the time that this drops because I think they drop on Wednesdays. But my God, it's really good. Yeah, my wife is obsessed with it. I haven't been able to get into it yet, but it's a lot of yeah. She 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 really likes it too. Yeah. If you're if you're listening to this and you're you're a youngin, it's not for you. <laughs> this is this is for those of <laughs> us who are of age. So just to put that disclaimer out there, this goes on the podcast. Dope. Perfect. Then we'll talk about it, and I'll watch some more Seinfeld so we can connect on them. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> um, you you uh, you still with Curb or what? Did you you ever so get through once, Curb? Once I got into season five, my body can only handle watching one episode at a time. Wow, because because it's it's it it hurts <laughs> inside my chest how awkward it gets. Because when it starts off, it's like the first couple of seasons, like it's everything's happening, and you can see what's happening before it happens, and blah blah blah. But like they get so intense it's it's too much for me like I, I would try to go through two and once i started the second one and it started ramping up i'd like start having not, not a panic attack but i'm like i can't you feel i it. can't feel like this all day it drains all my energy it's, it's so, hilarious so you, have you even gotten into the jb smooth seasons no no yeah, you would know no, if you wow. did no you would no, know no, if no. you did that's crazy and no. you are missing out i know you gotta ramp it up bro i promise gotta, you it's, it's worth pushing through i know yeah. It really I, is. What, so what happened when I had to drop down to one episode, I stopped watching it as much and then I started watching other stuff and then I forgot yeah. to go back. And so I was actually going to, but then um, what, uh, Yusuke came out? Yasuke. Yasuke. Yasuke, sorry, sorry. Yasuke. So like I, tr- I started watching that while I was working out and tried to watch it while I was working out. But then that's so why I only got halfway through it. So I started it again that night, but then like I started it too late. So I fell asleep. So I've just got to like power through that because I, I want to watch all of it so bad. Mm-hmm. It's already so good, but sorry. Do we need to talk about Mortal Kombat? Have we talked about Mortal Kombat? We have not. That it sucks. Wow. Whoa. Dude, dude. We didn't I, talk about I, it. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I just have okay. two, people, two, two people who I thought would love it told me it sucked, so I haven't touched it. No. So, okay. This is my this is my thought. So, it's a different story in order to bring in more people that don't already love Mortal Kombat. Because loving Mortal Kombat, like, I'm already going to watch it. 
And I'm going to watch the second one when it comes out. But as far as people who aren't into Mortal Kombat, those people are probably already accustomed to the Marvel-style superhero movies. And so Mortal Kombat doesn't have that flow, or Mortal Kombat as we knew it before didn't really have that type of flow. So I feel like they altered it a little bit to make it more palatable for people who aren't into these types of movies because it's hard for someone to understand, hey, this guy is fighting for all of Earthrealm. That's too broad to understand. But if they go, this guy's fighting for his wife and kid, people get that and they can relate. So then in the next movie, hopefully, I assume they'll have the tournament because they talked about it in the in the first, and then this one. And so now those people will be more attached to the, so what we know as Mortal Kombat is what I assume. And so I, d- I didn't dislike it. I thought it was fine, but I think that it's a, it's very much like a setup movie to get to what we like the, what, with our, what is, what as fans were like frothing at the mouth for. Well, see this, this reminds me of our discussion about Breaking Bad because in many ways you could argue that season one was setting up, you know, no, it's, the, ne- the no, next part don't, of Breaking don't Bad. Shake your, hold, on, hold on, Woods. Don't shake your head. Let him, let okay. him get it out okay, now. Let, let me get it out now. Let me get it out. So without having seen MK, and I got it, like, that, that doesn't help my argument. But I am wondering if it's a similar premise in that, you know, you, you very much poo-pooed that mm. Breaking Bad uh, started by setting things up. That was very much not your bag. But now, for some reason, maybe because it's a franchise that is near and dear to your heart, you seem to be quite okay with this setting up. Interesting. Am I going to talk now about this? You are good to go. It's completely different because the only thing that changed is that they added this character. So they're setting up his stuff. In Breaking Bad, there was no auxiliary stuff that was awesome. So the rest of it, Sub-Zero, Scorpion fighting, awesome. Kung Lao throwing his hat, awesome. Kano, incredible. Breaking Bad, I didn't like any of it at all. Mortal Kombat, I liked like 85% of it. So you still Mm -hmm. got a leg to stand on, big guy, huh? I got, huh? I got two legs given yeah, to me two. by the Lord. You seen well, them? I'm just saying, if you describe a movie to me as a setup movie, not that they spend the first quarter of the movie setting it up, but the whole movie is to set up more movies, that is not going to get me to want to watch that. Very contradictory. Okay. How I but see the thing that I don't understand yeah. is I was saying, because you were I was replying to you saying that you talked to two people who really liked the movie that said it was bad. So I was explaining why they probably thought it was bad because they wanted something else. But they, the people that were, yeah, yeah, the people who are already huge fans, we we got stuff. We got nasty fatalities. We got some sweet fight scenes. So there's stuff for everybody as where I feel like Breaking Bad, I know that people love it. It just, it didn't hit me like it hit everybody else. That's all that I'm saying about it. I can rock with that. Okay, fair, fair. That's it. I'd rather, I'm I'm an Ozark guy. Like, 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 like you said much about Ozark, it's a faster moving Breaking Bad. And you said Ozark was, I, I believe you said Ozark was better. I'm pretty sure I heard Who's that verbatim. You? verbatim. Who's you, by the way? You, E. I heard ver, ver, verbatim. I have a voice clip of you saying it. That is not true. You did not, <laughs> you did not hear me saying that. I do love both shows. And I do not like pitting art against art. They don't have to be, mm-hmm. it's not a competition. I love them both. I, I agree there. I agree there. Anyways, Kofi, mm-hmm. would you like to weigh in on MK? Yeah, man. Uh, I, so I was going to watch it regardless. So I think Woods has a really good point. And for whatever reason, like I was expecting it to be something else. And someone made a really good point on uh, Twitter. They said um, everything was great about the movie with the exception of dialogue. And I was like, oh, like not, not that the dialogue was bad. You know what I mean? But um, there was just a couple parts in there that were kind of like questionable, I guess. But again, like to me, I, I really enjoyed it. And I just enjoyed like 
you know, being a Mortal Kombat fan, seeing a lot of the people on T on the screen, like acting like themselves in the movie. I think what the first one was kind of missing was like a lot of like the signature moves and signature like quotes and sayings and personalities, you know. Um, but this one kind of executed it to a T, which I appreciated, you know, again, like being a Mortal Kombat fan. Like I said, I was gonna watch it anyway and enjoy it regardless, but my favorite franchise. But um I, I don't know. I think from the, um, I don't even know how to really like accurately describe it because it was very gory um, in a, in a good way in an accurate way, like true to the, to the, to the genre. I don't know if I thought it was going to be like more like serious. There was a lot of, um, you know, like comedy in there, which I, you know, you need. And I thought Kano stole the show, Incredible. like legit stole the show, like such a condescending <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> term, you know, it was amazing. Uh, he did a great job, but I, yeah, I, no, I enjoyed it, man. And um, I think I'm going to go back and watch it again just to, uh, you know, make sure that I did. But I, I think, yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's a weird, like, I, I feel like I was expecting something else, but I was also satisfied with what I got, you know? Yeah. Cause I could I, see I like how a lot of people like weren't satisfied with it because mm-hmm. if you were, you know, thinking that it was going to be, and they came out and they said like, don't expect this to be like, you know, like dramatic, dialogue and all that um don't put that expectation on so if you're going into it with that expectation then you're probably going to be like let down but for what it was as far as like you know a a movie that was true to the franchise uh, to me it hit so Mm -hmm. and that's that's one thing that is always interesting to me about like conversations like this so for us we've been playing mortal kombat so like we played all these games we watched the mortal kombat movies and the animated series and then like that that live action series where uh like raiden and then we're fighting on like the the end of the episodes like so we've gotten our mortal kombat like a hundred times over so when people get so upset about people trying something new to bring in more fans and people like get upset about it it's like we have eaten full meals for years now you're mad that somebody else gets a little bit on their plate too. Like, what's the deal? Like we, we got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. We got it 10 times over. So like in, 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 in this vein, like this movie was still what we wanted just at our fan service heads. We wanted like certain things to happen the exact way. So if they would have happened the exact way that I wanted them to happen, then like you two wouldn't think that they were perfect. And if they happened the exact way that like you wanted them to happen, they wouldn't be perfect to us, you know? So I think that we, we got to check ourselves. When we, when we wreck ourselves. <laughs> yes, exactly. But overall, I loved it. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, is when you think about, like, you know, playing through the storyline of Mortal Kombat, right? Everybody has a different, unique perspective. I thought it was really, really unique the way that they told it from Cole's perspective. You know what I'm saying? And didn't really give a history from anybody else. They could very easily go back and do just that, you know, and we'll find out more about other people. But to see, like, his development and to see, like, you know, kind of how far he came in the movie and knowing that there's more to go. Cause he wasn't like quite full out where he needed to be without trying to get into any like spoilers. But, um, that to me is exciting because I, they have a lot of room to grow. So I'm looking forward to the next one for sure. Okay. I can respect it. I, I wish I could pivot to movies that I have watched, but no one here will has either watched them or will watch them. Uh, cause I would be, I thought, man, it'd be fun to do like a, a rundown of some of the Oscar noms and watch them and then talk about them. But then also you get into the issue of people not wanting spoilers and whatnot. But I will say another round is a beautiful movie. It's Danish, but it's very, very good. That, that's all I got from, from movie. I got more stuff about movies, but no one cares. So, <laughs> so, so is there something that we could do maybe like once a month, we all agree to like watch a movie, like a book club thing? Ooh, I'm not mad about, about it. So then okay we, can t- we can tell people like, hey, the last episode of the month is always going to be some like recent movie. So you guys have the month to watch it. 
Right. If you if you don't watch it and you still choose to listen to it anyway, that's on you. We do a little something there. Yeah. Oh, I like Possibility. That. I'm open I to like it. That. I okay. like that. We'll we'll talk offline. <laughs> but we're gonna wrap things up, ladies and gentlemen. That's all the time we have this week. We appreciate you listening. You can check me out. Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, over on the YouTubes at Up, Up, Down, Down, doing things, playing video games. You can also check me out doing G4 stuff on all the socials. It's at G4TV. If you want to check out the uh, YouTube channel on the socials, that's Up, Up, Down, Down without the O's. You can also go to UDDshop.com in order to get all your Up, Up, Down, Down apparel. And I'm pretty sure, do you know if these Wale Mania shirts are still... Uh, oh, that's a great question. They were available in Foot Locker and Foot Action, but I know it was for a very limited time. I want to say they're no longer available, but don't quote me on that. They were, they might still be available. Foot Locker, Foot Action, check for them. Yes, sir. And you can find me on the socials, both Twitter and the Instagram at True Kofi. And that's it. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Okay. No more, no less. Wow. Only. You're very discreet. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I am at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram for now. I am also uh, make sure to check out Our Heroes Rock. We got an Instagram and a Twitter mm-hmm. too if you want to see our updates and whatnot. Also, make sure to watch Laser Wolf. It's a very beautiful show. We had an episode where all three of us were on it. It's incredible. Um, so make sure to watch that. What else do I want to pedal? I think I'm short. I'm pedaling things. Oh, the New Day podcast t-shirt. That's still available. Go to the Up, Up, Down, Down shop. I just go to the Up, Up, Down, Down shop in general because they, they got all kinds of good wares you want. I always see Cesaro and he always has a different Up, Up, Down, Down shirt on. And I love the colors. I love the stylings. I love all of it. And I'm not just saying that because uh, my man uh, Woodsy here started that bad boy from the ground up. Think of a man who started mm. it from the ground up. He had an idea. He had a little seed inside his brain. That was all this was. And that seed grew and it blossomed into this monster that is up, up, down, down. What a beautiful thing, children, that you too, you too can be someone who, who was laughed at, who was ridiculed, who said, <laughs> people said he was too, too short. He was too short. They said he couldn't do anything. All his great ideas, they laughed and they scoffed and they spat at him. And they took his notebook and they ripped it up and they tore up the pages and they threw it into the air like confetti. But he said, I will not be deterred by you fools. I'm going to keep on marching. So he took that little thing. Think of something from your brain. We all have brains, children. All of us children, we have brains and we have ideas. And there are people out there who want to keep these ideas from ever leaving your brain. But I say, no, look at my man, Austin Creed, a.k.a. Austin Watson. Mm. Look at what he's done a little seed from his mind grew into something beautiful and bold and massive and i love to see it ain't that inspiring boy i want to run through a wall right now i want to start something i want to grow i want to grow something too that's beautiful it's inspiring and i think about this man there are people who work under this man he has created jobs they said all he was was a professional wrestler that's all you are is a bump boy. And he said, no. <laughs> he said, no. Oh, no, sir. He kicked out the box they tried to put him in. He, he Like a karate kick. And he broke off, you know, the doors off the hinges now. And look what he did. He built a castle. Empire. And I salute it. Empire. 
Yeah, that's what he is. The young mogul. Shout out yeah. to the young mogul. Young mogul. <laughs> a Creed is beautiful. Hey. I'm, I'm not mad at young mogul. I'll replace young it with mogul. baby mouth. I'll replace yeah, it with baby mouth. Go. No, 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 no. You add it to baby mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, you can, you can have multiple you nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. Uh, thank you for that the gas socials. Yeah, yeah, all the time, man. All the time. Appreciate I got the <laughs> But anyways, that was it. My point was to go to the Up, Up, Down, Down shop and also go to the channel and watch some stuff, man, because it's fun. People like fun. People like to see people connect. Yeah. Don't they? Ain't that something beautiful? Yeah. These people, you see them on screen doing these larger than life things. You see them being these just incredible performers, but you get to turn on up, up, down, down, and you get to see two or more people. You get to see just a look inside. It's like not just people talk about peeling back the curtain. You, you peeling back the skin. You're taking the flesh <laughs> off of Adam Cole for a second, and you hopping in his body like being John Malkovich. Don't you want to be John Malkovich? We all want to be John Malkovich. That's a beautiful thing. So I want to take, take these beautiful people I love watching what they do on screen. I love them seeing uh, seeing them chase championships and titles and all kinds of things to attain and put on their body and say they were great at professional wrestling. That is beautiful to see. But I also want to see them sit down and play a game and just, just you know, just connect with another human being because that's what, what we're here for. We're only here for a limited time and I say we need to connect. We need to grow each other. We need to love upon each other. We need to get to the real. So let me peel off your skin, ladies and gentlemen. Let me peel off your skin and step inside your body. Because don't it feel good? Yeah, it feel good. <laughs> I was with you for a while, and then... <laughs> to the skin. Metaphorically. Time, so... Metaphorically, not What's Buffalo a, Bill style. What is a metaphor for? For just being in your skin, I get to I get to look, I get to get to the the real meat of you. You know, right now this is topical meat. What I'm touching right now, this is surface right. level meat. Yeah. Yeah. I want to peel back that layer of meat so I can see the bones. Let me see the bones and the sinews and the tissues. I want to see a lot of tissues under there. <laughs> Let me get to the real part of you. Past that facade, past that exterior. Past that, you know, bubble you build up around you. Sometimes we all have bubbles to protect ourselves. You know. Bubbles just protect, and it's good to be protected sometimes, but sometimes I want to say, let me in, let me get in this bubble. Open up this bubble. Let me see the real flesh. Let me see your tissues. Let me see the insides of you, what makes you tick, what makes you wake up every day and get out of bed. That's what I want to see. That's all I want to see. Just take off that superficial layer of skin and let's get real. Get real. Mm -hmm. get let, real. let E inside your bubble. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, well, not, that's what you not, said. Yeah, from like afar. Like, I want to watch it on YouTube, well, is what I'm saying. If you, and that's pretty, pretty close. You're going to get in there. Um, if, if you are looking for things to watch on YouTube to get inside uh, some of our bubbles, you can definitely uh, go watch. We were talking about this, the bowling videos. Um, it's uh, E getting hella strikes with the help of one Billy K slapping him on his cheeks. Um, Justin then, Clement K, what a beautiful human being. It's Plus. a great, it's great episodes, but then also you can watch uh, E and Kofi engage in a game of pool. Wow. Watch that. Uh, wow. Uh, okay. So, well, I mean, well, I don't know why you went and brought that up. It's a great episode. No. Yeah. And, and uh, I thought that we agreed that you were going to have that episode taken down. We did not. We did um, not. And, you know, we just talked about this yesterday and, and, and I told you that you know, due to the glitch that occurred, uh, occurred on the uh, pool table, um, the, it didn't really count, right? Or pool, I, glitches, video game glitches can happen on pool tables in real life. Yeah, glitches don't necessarily happen in video games. They happen in, in real life as well. So there was a glitch on the table. The felt was uh, uh, glitched out. 
uh, as we came to, you know, once the camera started rolling, all these things came to light. Um, I know I stayed back there with, uh, with, with John Cohn, the official, and um, we uh, inspected the table afterwards, as we should. Yeah, not, not, we weren't looking for any foul play. You, um, and, and again, I, I, do, I, I am giving you the round of applause for the victory that you had. But um, you, nobody wants to win a victory on a, on a glitch. So and not even like for me, don't take it off because I really wasn't embarrassed, uh, really. Um, I think more so for E because I don't want to see him have a victory on high definition uh, video. You know what I'm saying? Where there was a glitch involved. I don't, I don't want to see that. You know, and no, and I don't think that anybody should, you know, see that either because uh, that's just not the light that I want to paint him in. He is a, a tremendous individual, phenomenal individual, um, does a lot of great things. And, um, you know, he's just a, a stellar guy all around. And to have his persona tainted by uh, showing a victory that occurred via a glitch, almost solely because of a glitch on the pool table, it just brings E down. So don't take it down for me, Woods. Um, take that video down for E, for your brother. And um, just, you know what I'm saying? Just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. That's all. And, and again, you know what? Hey, for, for what it was, again, I'll, I, I've given so many rounds of applause. I'm probably on my like 100th round of applause for you, E. And uh, this is probably 101 right here. And I'll keep on going. I'll keep it going for what you did. But uh, as we both know, as we all know, and, um, you know, we can we can end it here. Uh, there's an asterisk uh, behind that win. So um, or, or next to that win. But there's an asterisk somewhere, you know, within that game. So let's just uh, everybody have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you for listening. And um, we will have this podcast next week, hopefully with one less video on up, up, down, down, being that uh, we the last thing that we want to do is disrespect you. We don't want to have a disrespectful video of E and a tainted, ugh, I, don't even, I don't even like the way that came out of my mouth. A tainted victory. Gosh, I don't even, I don't even like the way that sounded coming out of my mouth. But someone had to say it. And um, now that we all know, now that everybody, all the listeners know, everybody knows, um, don't, don't tweet me uh, links to that video. Don't tweet me pictures of what happened during that video because we have effectively erased it from time. By the time this video airs, that video will be erased. Thank you all. Have a nice day.